Today, we talk Women by Alice Walker, but first, let's read the poem and then discuss. Women. They were women, then. My mama's generation, husky of voice, stout of step. With fists as well as hands, how they battered down doors and ironed starched white shirts. How they led armies head-dragged generals across minefields, booby-trapped ditches to discover books. Desks, a place for us. How they knew what we must know without knowing a page of it themselves. And that is a poem with a lot of enjambment and only one period at the very end. But I love it. it it's, <laughs> I, I don't know about you, but I was very inspired by it. It was, uh, it was beautiful. And I actually, believe it or not, I got to bring it up with my son and talk about what does metaphor mean? He's like eight, if you didn't know out there. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of emotion to this too. So I think that can speak to a lot of people, whether you're a woman or not, you can empathize with what these people went through. Well, it's all about, it's kind of like opening up your perspective, right? Like sometimes we'll have a newer English teacher and they'll ask questions that, that we've all gone through, right? Am I really supposed to be teaching a poem from the point of view of a woman about womanhood? It's like they feel like they shouldn't be projecting or saying like, this is the answer to it. And the answer to that is still yes, right? You have a perspective and your job isn't to, to teach poetry. Poetry teaches us, right? Mm. We have to open ourselves and the reaction, the emotions. We need to say, why do I have those? Like, wh what's this view that I didn't understand before? Or what's this affirming that I assumed and wasn't quite sure, right? Like there's a lot to a poetry's intersection with the self, and I think that's why I struggled with poetry for so long, and now I've started to enjoy it a lot as we've started to discuss it and, and dissect it, analyze it, is I realize that there is no real wrong, and it's okay to teach what you think it means as long as you don't say this is all that it means. Well, it's it's kind of like you hear those like cliches all the time, and you're like, okay, I don't really know what that means. I think you're starting to see it. Right. Like you're starting to feel it and you're like, OK, now I see why they say there's no wrong answer in poetry. It's it's not wrong to feel something right, even though you might misinterpret something or take something out of historical context. That still doesn't make it wrong. Right. Like there's still an intersection of like, what was that about me when I read this? Right. So like the, the opening lines I'll, I'll share with you. They were women then my mama's generation. And it's like this tone right from the beginning that I think you and I had conversations about like, oh, the kids these days, like th there's a certain way that we view kids and then we view our parents, right? Like the kids are always mm -hmm. doing it worse because they're not doing it our way. We, they got to live out our dreams, <laughs> right? And yeah. the parents were perfect. They were generals. They were, they were armies that led us with no fear and were, were literally perfect in our eyes at a young age. Is this poem perceived, do you think, as that cyclical nature of life and that's how it always has been that's how it will always be that we'll never break this i i don't know if that was the point of the poem but i can tell you that's an interesting thought right because <laughs> well, well so, so if we talk about the biggest metaphor of this right like they go to war and and there's millions upon reasons to start a war to be in a war etc but a lot of it is around the idea of change right 
And when we look at just like at a microcosm level of a family nuclear unit of of raising these next generations, right? You need them to be better than where we are today. You need them to be better than who you are. Because when you look at yourself, like, you're like, man, I made all these mistakes, right? And if we view life as that cyclical nature, like you said, we gotta stop those mistakes, right? We're always trying to improve. And since I keep messing things up, I need my child to be better than me. And that's why I push my child to be better than me. And I think that's where those emotions are kind of invoked is as depending on where you're at in life, where you will be at in this poem. If you're the child, sometimes you see your parents as doing no wrong, but then you also think, well, they're doing wrong to me because I don't agree with what they're allowing me to do or what they're asking me to do, <laughs> you know, doing chores <laughs> or, you know, um, forcing you to go to bed early or do your homework. Uh, and, but as you, you age, I, I mean, maybe it's regret. Uh, I guess as you look back on maybe if I'd listened better, if I'd done this, I could be better. And then you thinking, well, I'll do different with my kids, but it still seems to just, you get roped back in there as I'm the adult or I, I I'm the elder. So I know best. And I think that's why as the poem kind of goes through this generational movement you can see that maybe there's positivity to all three, if you want to go with like three stages of life of child, adult, uh, and, you know, like elderly. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. If we, if we look at what's that middle, like we're in the middle step here, I feel like, right? Like we're talking about the last generation here with, with my mama, my mama's generation, they were women, right? Husky of voice, strong. It's this tone that is showing reverence i feel like to the past to the previous generation like you feel like you're dead you know like you always see your own worst mistakes you feel like there's degradation in my generation is a lot of times how people feel right and, and and they talk about the what i like about how they talk about like the chores right they say like they batter down doors and iron starch white shirts right if we look at like what the traditional view of like what femininity was particularly like in the 50s and stuff like that you know, women weren't as prevalent in the workforce, right? They were at home, they were ironing clothes. W were they any less part of the home life than they are now? And, and I'll tell you my opinion, my opinion is no, obviously things have shifted, right? Back then, the idea was that you were supporting from behind by, by starching the shirts to get your uh, husband ready for work and, and getting your children ready for school. You were the nurturing role, right? And then there's like this change, this shift that happens where the hands that did the delicate work, femininity almost in a sense, changes into fist of fighting for what you believe in, right? And like you can even kind of see that with a little bit of the workforce. Like This is super hyper relevant to what we've seen in the last few years with COVID where you had a lot of mom and dads both going to work, right? Like we, we, we changed a lot from the woman being the, the role that always stays home to, you know, her contributing to uh, financial resources and such. And you saw with after COVID, you know, a couple years ago that, well, post shutdown, I should say that they, they didn't want to go back to work. Not they, but like people, right. Even like the, the guy that lives across the street from me, <laughs> he's a stay at home dad, <laughs> right. They, they reevaluated, wow, I have a limited time on this earth to make a difference. Where, where do I need to be? 
right? And that might be at home doing that nurturing role and fighting for things in, in other ways than just the traditional roles that we had you know, kind of come to be. I definitely think that the premise to me of the poem was the evolution of women in society. It got me thinking, though, of one of the bits that they do on uh, Jimmy Kimmel late night is they go out on the street and they, you know, they talk to people sometimes. And one of them is they will like ask the, the husband and the wife, like birthdays of their kids, or they'll ask him, you know, questions about the, the family itself. And it always cracks me up that they obviously hand pick these, you know, they, they cherry pick them where the dad looks dumb and the mom looks, you know, like she knows everything about the family. But as we look at this poem, to me, it's interesting that, Women were expected to do all these things in the household, support behind, as you said, but then as they kind of broke their chains of being the domesticated person, they didn't lose all those responsibilities. Like they, there, there's, I feel like still this kind of expectation in our society of, well, you may still work, but you still have all these responsibilities too. And I wonder what Alice Walker would think, you know, of that perspective of, you didn't need like give anything up. You just took took more on, and I guess that's like the strength of women that the poem kind of says is that you know they're going to do all of this and more, and they're going to do it with a smile <laughs> mm-hmm. and love well, and love. And that's part of the beauty of the the kind of like the implied metaphor with them being the generals and fighting in the ditches and such like that. It's it's kind of like um, Virginia Woolf. She she had this one quote. I can't. I can only paraphrase it. It's been so long since I've read it. But she was talking about how it's harder to be a woman author than a male author because she still had to do all of her womanly duties on top of taking on the writing roles, right? And then when you're writing, you're getting into the flow. It takes you time to to do these things and to have your children or someone else come up and, and quote unquote interrupt you from your work. It takes longer to get back into, right? And and, and to your point about the strength, like like the, there is a fight for change in this, right? And what's interesting is, is kind of those last few lines where they say how they knew what we must know without knowing a page of it themselves. So if, if we take change in power as education desks, you know, like, like those sorts of things, how did they know knowledge equated to power? How, how, having never tasted it, how do you know that's the right thing? Right? Because, because that's, we talk about it, not just from a knowledge standpoint, but in terms of freedom in terms of, of financial choices and, and, and things like that. There's a lot of things that you're going to face in your life where you're like, I've never had that. How do I know I actually want that? And that's a really hard question depending on on what specific area that we're talking about, right? Because how many times do we think we want something and and our dreams are kind of shattered, right? So it's like, how do you know this is truly what's going to propel me forward? And I love that the, the women in this poem know that that education, that that the, the the desk jobs and stuff like that, that that's what's going to help them live and have the choice in life that they want. This got me a lot of thinking of my grandmother who recently passed away because she was wicked smart and she knew that she needed to help provide for the family beyond just being in the household and went to work. And then when my grandfather passed away, she had to take three care of three children and it, it I think from what I learned from her, I have a pretty good answer for myself for this, of that she raised two sons and a daughter. And so she knew what they needed 
because she raised them. You want better for your children. Why would you not want that for yourself as well? That empowerment of education is going to make them stronger and better. And I think that you know that you would need that for yourself to better your own life. Yeah. It, it's like we talked about at the top of this discussion here is you, you might have a lot of different takeaways from this and this, we might have very different views and maybe you out there that are listening to us have this discussion right now might have a totally different view of, of certain things. You know, if you want to share that with us, let us know in the comments down below, because what empowers one individual might not empower another. And is For it sure. because that, <laughs> that thing isn't actually powerful? No. Is it because the circumstances are different? Maybe. Right. But everybody has a different path in life and finding that thing that is going to allow you to have the freedom and choice that you want is, I think, part of the journey of life. And, and I love how this video speaks to how important education and in and, and that fight for power can be and how liberating and how strong women are in, you know, in this poem uh, to, to fight for that on top of their other duties, like you said. So that that's my takeaway. I'd love to hear from you guys in the comments down below. All right, that does it for our Alice Walker poem. Please like and subscribe and leave us a, a little woman emoji if you don't know what to put in the comment below. It helps the algorithm. Thank you so much. Peace. And a playlist of other Alice Walker talks down below, of course. We hope to see you guys in the future. Una out.